Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Big shout out to all the sponsors, Nobles Networking, Williams, Tire, Par, Hopper. Go check out that golf apparel company. They're awesome. Straight Haggard Thread Company, Gridiron Coffee, our management company, Red Circle. Thank you for bringing all the big name sponsors on board, corporate sponsors that run before, middle, and after the show. Thank you, guys. We very, very much appreciate it. So I just got back from Nashville, folks. And it was uh, a great trip. It's one of my favorite trips ever Uh, for the simple fact I got to see Joe fucking Rogan, Dave Chappelle, Tom Segura, uh, Ashy Larry, Darnell. I can't remember his last name. First name might not be Darnell, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, And then also Jeff Ross Um, is a night that uh, I got to go see with Lee Tucker, Dustin Heron, and um, Jeff Goff and uh, Jeff Ham. Why the hell did I say Jeff Goff? Jeff Ham. Um, it was uh, it's something I'll remember the rest of my life. If you ever get a chance to go see Chappelle or Rogan or any of those guys, stop what you do and pay a little extra for a ticket and just go. It's the best hundred and seventy five dollars I've ever spent in my life. Uh, that was the upside of the trip. Getting to do that with my brothers. By the way, go check out Dustin Heron's new song, uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. He played it on a couple of shows that we did the past couple days, but uh, it came out last Friday. It's a fucking banger. Go listen to it. Um, Also, check out all the rest of his stuff, all Lee Tucker stuff, my big brother. Um, Excuse me. Sorry, I had to drink a couple before I did this one because this one's fixing to get a... This one's fixing to probably piss some people off, but... I kind of make a living off pissing people off, and I, I like it. Uh, also, Hastings and Koga, check them out. They just did the show. They got a new song called Dipped. Um, I'm just trying to name drop everybody real fast that has done it lately, that I'm grateful that they've done the show and been part of uh, politics, religion, and whiskey and made it as successful as been. Uh, I don't often do these shows by myself. This is only the third time. I did one back in February on the way back from Nashville because uh, – I just needed to. I needed to get some stuff off my chest. I told my entire story from being in trouble when I was younger, uh, baby mama drama, uh, just who I am, my heart, my soul, my faith, my my everything, uh, all the good and bad with me. I believe in putting all your shit out there and just, you know, it being what it's going to be. Somebody wants to judge you and they want to bring shit up from the past, how can they when I've already acknowledged all the shit, right? Um, I did that one uh, last month. Uh, actually, yeah, last month I did one saying why I got fired from country radio. That episode's called Tattletale. Um, if you want to go back and listen to the story about me, it's just entitled The Josh Terry Story. Yeah, I know. Great name, right? Uh, this one right here is going to be, I'm just going to put a disclaimer before I start this. This is just from my point of view of what this past weekend was with this Music City Mixer in Nashville. Nothing that I'm about to tell you came from any other person. This is directly from me. Because there was some more drama and bullshit that went on there from what I was told. But it didn't firsthand affect me. Uh, I didn't see it happen and I don't fucking do hearsay. So if I don't have facts or know exactly what happened because I was in that situation, I don't speak on it. Uh, Unless some of y'all want to run your mouths about me and then... Whatever. You know, we will figure that out. You can call me a, a drunk, a womanizer. 
took too many Adderall while I was there. Flirted way too fucking much with some pretty ladies. But you know what? That's me. I don't know what to tell you. I had a good fucking time. Enjoyed myself. Um, but the constant theme of this whole weekend was just people being so entitled for no reason. I was there because I needed to grow my business and I needed to network. Uh, some people that are involved with the show suggested that I go. I didn't even want to go because I knew I'd get aggravated. I knew I'd get pissed off. But I was hoping that I would meet people to bring onto the show, to network with, to do other stuff with that we've got coming up in the future. Maybe find some people that I can produce their own talk show and uh, make it successful. Well, I didn't find a whole lot of that. I did find some good people. I'm not going to say that everybody I met there was trash because it wasn't. That'd be a lie. Uh, Miss Kim, who helped so many people out by booking uh, several Airbnbs, stocking their places with food and beer. We're going to get to you in a minute, but I'm grateful for you. You was, you was awesome. Look forward to doing some business with you. Uh, 180 Talent Group, you guys were fucking awesome. Uh, Miss Daphne, Anthony, Flawless. Uh, there was a prick that was with y'all and maybe I talk about that. Maybe I don't. I guess you got to hang around for a few minutes to find the fuck out. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, Rachel, Miss Rachel, son of a bitch. Uh, she's a lawyer. She's been on the show before. Met her and her boyfriend. Whew. That's all I'm going to say. I try to be a good boy. Try to be a good boy. Woo. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of good looking women there that was there. But by the way, just because you're good looking uh, on TikTok don't mean you're going to walk into Nashville being the baddest bitch. I saw that a lot, too. I saw a lot that some of y'all thought your shit didn't stink and you just was dressed to the T. But you got real ass country girls up there that just put on some sweatpants, pulled her hair back. They look just as good as you and whatever the fuck those bodysuits were. I don't know how the fuck y'all got to the bathroom and piss with that shit on that. It just seems like way too much just to look that slutty. Uh but let's get into this. Well, let's try to start where it's supposed to start. Um, I guess would be, uh, I got there, what, Thursday morning. So Thursday night was the first night I got shit canned, hung out with Miss Kim and all them. Uh, this is where it started for me is I was hanging out with Lee Tucker, having a great time and Dustin Heron. And then all of a sudden uh, I get a call from Miss Kim uh, while I'm watching the Braves game with my guys and Justin Dukes and Blaine Bunning. And uh, she's like, hey, I was just in a car wreck. This is the woman who put together some houses and stuff for people. Like, hey, I don't have any help. Uh, I was in a wreck. I'm a little fucked up. Uh, I was in a hospital for a while. Do you think you can come over and help us? Remember, or y'all don't know this, so there's no fucking reason to remember it. I was not staying there. I was not part of their game plan. I just knew some people there and was invited to hang out. But Kim has followed the show for a hot-ass minute and uh, wanted to talk to me about doing some merch and stuff for the show and everything before. I didn't know her, uh, but after the way that she treated some of my friends and stuff this weekend, I'm definitely going to sit down and talk to her because that's how you do good business. Um, she earned my respect this weekend. But none of these people who were already there uh, would go help her because they were too drunk, having fun and bullshitting at the house that, you know, that they paid for, but she lined up. And I'm going to tell you something real fast about that. This woman went out of her way to rent these fucking rental houses. Now, I don't know what every one of you paid. Somebody said $300. Somebody said $150. I don't know. 
I don't know. But what I do know is I go to Nashville a fucking lot. For you to stay from Thursday night to Sunday morning in Nashville for $300 or less is a fucking steal. You cannot get a shitty hotel room in Nashville for one fucking night for $300 on the weekend. You can stay over in a crack house for cheaper. Well, they'll probably charge you just as much in a crack house, to be honest with you, because they probably got Airbnb out on the front of it now. Uh, but you know what? It was it was a joke. Like, these people didn't go help her. So my first experience is I'm walking in to her house. Uh, I got to meet uh, the big dude, Ron. My as big gay conservative guy. I really like the fuck out of him. I only throw gay in there because we kept throwing jokes back and forth at each other. He was uh, an extremely nice guy. I... Uh, I really, really liked him, to be honest with you. He was uh, he was really, really cool. Um, also, Miss Maya was there. I really liked Maya. Maya is going to be doing a show. So it wasn't Ron. It's Rob. I'm an idiot. Um, Rob, he's actually been on the show with Brianna before. I just didn't get to talk to him back then. Got to spend some time with the dude this weekend. He's a solid-ass guy. Uh, trying to think. Of Maya was there. I think uh, Candace was there. By the way, Ladies, if you know who you are, then know I'm going to mess your name up. I'm bad with names. I am extremely bad with names. So we all loaded the shit up. We took it over to one of the houses, unloaded it, good to go. And uh, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, like, I just stopped watching the Braves. They could have clinched and went to the World Series. By the way, congratulations to those guys. Uh, To go help this woman who I've never met because it was the right fucking thing to do. She had helped one of my friends find a place to stay at the last minute who did not have a, a big following. Uh, and she never asked questions about it. She's like, yeah, Josh, I'll, I'll help him. So I stopped what I was doing to go. And I find out as we're doing that, that there's this whole group of fucking pricks at another house that she has just stocked food, stocked beer, whatever. Then you have people complaining about like how nice it was. Uh, you guys can go fuck yourselves. You're on TikTok with a following and not even a big one. I don't consider anything, I don't know, less than 500, 600,000 to be a big following. Uh, I don't have a big following. I only do TikTok to promote my show. I have fun with it, but I don't think it makes you famous. Actually, I, I know it doesn't make you famous. And the fact that some of y'all are bitching about accommodations uh, go talk to the struggling musicians in Nashville that have to bounce from couch to couch. Go talk to the ones in Nashville who actually have fucking talent that don't have the nicest apartments in Nashville that stay where they've got to stay. But then you get some of you guys who just make a couple videos dancing and bullshit and you want to bitch because you had to sleep on an air mattress or you had to sleep on a couch somewhere. Uh, go fuck yourself. That is called being entitled, and not just being entitled, but being an entitled cunt at that. There's no sense in that. I don't know why that, that there was people being rude. Well, then I find out that this one individual, uh, and I don't know his real name. I think I know his real name, but I'm not going to say his real name because I might get sued. Uh, I don't know. This guy couldn't sue. He couldn't pay his bills while he was there. He can't fucking sue me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not slander if it's real. Uh, this guy, Beardosaurus Rex, was, uh, by the way, dude, don't call your fucking self Beardosaurus Rex. You don't have a bad beard, 
But that name should be reserved for somebody, you know, with a majestic ass, you know, long beard. Not, you know, you got a little stubble on your face. Looks like it came together well. Don't call yourself Beardosaurus, Rex. That's fucking stupid. Um, we'll get to that in just a minute. That one's even better. But uh, this person was picking on someone who's a, who's a homosexual. And he's also giving somebody else who helped put the event together a hard time. Uh, I have no respect for that. Especially when you're not shit. I know that I'm not shit. That's the difference in me and a lot of these other dickheads. Is I know that I'm not anything special. I know what I try to do on my show and what I try to do in real life is help others by sharing other people's stories. Me, just being the moderator for some of these stories. And just helping other people get their shit out into the world. And you've got some of these people that are just so entitled that it's ridiculous, man. There's no sense in it. There's, I don't care if you have 10 followers on social media, if you have 10 million. It's about what you bring to this world. It's about the substance you put into this world. It's about the vibes you put into this world. It's about how you affect people. It's how you bring about change and everything. Um, and I know the first thing that somebody's going to say to me with all that shit is, uh, hey, Josh, don't you sell some shirts and stuff with the studio, your brand and everything and uh, all this type of shit? Like, what does that bring to the world? It doesn't. It just puts fucking money in my pocket to where I can keep running this studio to where I can bring those things into this world. I never told you uh, or any of y'all that you should do what you're good at for free. But you also got to remember... I don't consider myself entitled because this is six years in for me, five or six years in for me. A couple of years as bearded bastard on social media, paying my dues. A couple of years working in country radio, paying my dues to get the experience to be where I'm at, building the relationships with my friends that are semi-famous, that probably have way smaller followings on TikTok than most of you guys. Uh and then doing the podcast and putting my own money up along with some other people that have been absolutely wonderful to help me grow this business. And I'm working my ass off and I am doing it in the time span that I think is okay. Cause I do believe in paying your dues. If I would just blown up overnight, it wouldn't have meant as much. So if I can go to Nashville and I'm probably the least notable one there, uh, there's no sense in why some of y'all can't just fucking just appreciate that you're there almost on someone else's dime or you're almost there at a very cheap rate. You know, you don't get that. And the fact that some of y'all acted like baby back bitches about it. Come the fuck on. Anyway, um, I didn't like that guy cause he was, he had done those things. So then Joshy gets to drinking and Joshy thinks, I like a lot of cowboy and mafia shit. And I think that sometimes when I get a buzz or just when I get really, really pissed off that I'm a cowboy or I'm a gangster. I am probably not fucking either one of them. Uh, but I love their mindset because their mindset was all about loyalty and respect. And that and that's how I feel. They, You could be completely different than, than them, but if you respected them, they would respect you. So... I was thinking to myself, you know, there's a couple of events going on. I'll go to, I'll go to one of these events, might drink too much. And, uh, if I run into this person, uh, I'm going to say something to them because that's what you should do. You should stand up against assholes when they're doing an injustice to, uh, to other people. 
Well, um, we get to this event, and by the way, some of y'all were looking cool as fuck. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Y'all got extremely dressed up, and uh, it was it red, white, and love party or some shit. I can't remember. It was a horrible name, Kim. By the way, horrible name. Good event. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the name. It was stupid to me. But uh, what fucking isn't stupid to me? I sound like a cynical asshole already. Uh, that's because I am one. But we get there. I'm having a good time drinking with my friends or whatever. Uh, and this fucking whatever he is, b- the the dude, Beardosaurus Rex, he snatches this girl's arm in front of me that happens to be with us and is kind of a dick to him. Well, he clearly didn't see me standing behind him. Uh, and if you've listened to any of these shows, you know I am so against domestic violence and a man putting his hands on a woman, and I say it. I've had to hit a dude that hit Kylie Strickland in front of me. Uh, I've had to hit people because um, I, I, I like to be big brother. That's that's what I am. I have a daughter. And the reason I think the way I do about domestic violence is I never, ever, ever want my daughter to have somebody put their hands on her and there be a grown-ass man that is close enough to see what's going on and not stop it. So I feel like I have to. I have to step in because I feel like karma's going to roll its happy ass back around one day uh, even though my daughter is going to know to fuck you up. My daughter is a Viking queen. So she's going to know you put your hands on her. Not only is she going to beat your ass, but then I'm going to get a hold of you. Uh, hey, baby, if you're listening, by the way, I love you. You better not be listening to this, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so he didn't see me, but luckily there were some smoke shows that were standing there. And the smoke shows told me, I don't do it. It ain't worth it. Let's get drunk with us. Have fun. Keep flirting. Keep dancing. It'll be a good time. Don't worry about that bullshit. So I stopped. I behaved for a few minutes. And then this asshole had the audacity to ask a guy, by the way, uh, I think I'm going to fuck up your name. His name was Ginger J. He was around us a lot this weekend. Ginger J, you are a cool, solid ass dude. You keep doing what you're doing. You're a good man. And I, and I like you. Uh, but so he asked, uh, this dude, um, pretty much he's like, Hey, uh, is that Josh Terry right there? Dude knew it was me. The dude has accidentally been on one of my shows before because of Kayla. Y'all know Kayla from Texas. She's done a couple episodes with me. Uh, I think there was some drama surrounding her, but she was solid to me. And that's all I give a fuck about. She's been cool to me. So that's all I care. Uh, but Shit, he knew who I was. And uh, anyway, he asked old dude to introduce him to me. And when he asked old dude to introduce him to me, uh, hey, man, my name's so-and-so, but you probably know me from TikTok as Beardosaurus Rex. Before I say what I'm about to say, just know, one, I think I'm way funnier than I actually am. Two, I had drank a massive amount of Buffalo Trace by this point of the time. This is probably... 11 o'clock at night, uh, after I had done, went and watched, uh, Hastings and Co., Allie Colleen, and some more people, uh, release an album for Hastings and Co. Uh, so I was good and liquored up. So he says, Hey, uh, I'm Beardosaurus Rex. As he's shaking my hand, I said, Nah, dude, you mean Bitchosaurus Rex? Uh, yeah, it's not that funny to anybody else. It's completely humorous to me. And dude just has like a shocked look in his eyes. And, 
<laughs> he uh he was like, man, what, what's your problem or whatever? Uh, and you could tell like this dude, he ain't got nothing but bitch and baby in his blood. Uh, I don't even know how old old cat is, but he could tell like he's probably not really been confronted a lot. He was very soft, like a lot of fucking people there. Grown ass men that were there were soft. The majority of them, 90% of them. Uh, so then we talked for a second and I'm like, hey, do you owe so-and-so money? And I, he, he's like, yeah, I do. He was upfront about it. He was honest about that. And then I asked him about him owing uh, the person money who uh, was putting the shit together. And he's like, yeah, but that's a long story. That's a long story. So since it's a long story and I was drunk, I didn't feel like fucking hearing it. Uh, I was like, well, y'all settle that up later. But the other person you owe 150 bucks to is standing right here next to me. I was like, do you have Cash App? He said, yes, I have Cash App. So I told him to pull his fucking phone out and Cash App it to her. Well, the girl he owed 150 bucks to was very embarrassed by it and walked off. But the dude was willing to pay her right then. I will give him that. Uh, maybe he just hadn't thought about it enough. Or maybe the fucking bill collector, debt collector, was standing in front of him and he was worried what would happen if it didn't. Little do they know, I am a bitch. Like, I, I can't fight. Look at me. 5'10", 230 pounds of just teddy bear. Uh, I just look scarier than I am. I don't even think I look scary. Uh, and I pick on myself now. I want y'all to know this. I was so fucked up that I told this man to his face. I was like, motherfucker, I ain't no fake-ass cowboy. I will rock your ass. Uh, there ain't no cowboy. I am, I'm a farm kid at best. I don't know where that came from. That was alcohol-induced. So, uh, my bad. My bad. Uh, I am a fake ass cowboy. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about cowboy. I can't rope a ride. Um, I can ride a horse, but just you know, not well enough to say I'm a fucking cowboy. Uh, so you know, my bad on that one. Then I don't know what happened. I ended up pushing him. Um, by the way, that dude had on glasses without lenses in them. If you're a grown-ass man and I see you wearing glasses without lenses in them, I'm automatically going to think the fucking worst on you. Uh, I am not about bullying at all whatsoever. Unless you're just a complete piece of shit, then I feel like I'm the one that gets the bully. Uh, but you shouldn't pick on people that are, you know, uh, different or handicapped or anything like that. But this guy, he deserved to get bullied. And wearing those glasses, this kid got picked on a lot as a kid. There's no way. There's no way he didn't. Uh, and I almost want to, you know, say you probably deserved it if you acted towards them the way you acted towards the people that I was around the other day. Uh, but anyway, when this happened, I think everybody realized that, you know, I was the biggest dickhead there. And, uh, some people pulled me to the side and was trying to talk me down. Um, and, uh, they were nice. They were nice. I have no idea who they were, but they were extremely nice and I appreciate it. And, uh, Standing there talking, then the security guard that's fucking jacked comes over there to me, and he's like, "Sir, what happened?" And uh, I told him exactly what happened. I was like, "He threw an elbow or a shoulder into me when he passed me," which I'll be real, I don't remember if he did or not, but it sounded like a good story at the time. Uh, I think he just pissed me off so bad that I wanted to shove him and show him, uh, "Keep it up, keep it up, and we'll see who can uh, we'll wrestle, we'll wrestle, son." Uh, and anyway. All that bullshit happened. And security was like, you know what? You're cool, dude. I don't give a fuck. Just leave it alone. Well, he went over there to talk to him. And the little group that Bitchasaurus Rex was with, 
was like, no, he's got to go. He's got to go. We, we don't feel safe. We're triggered. We're threatened. Or whatever they said. Because I know it was cool for me to stay until whatever. So security guard comes back over there. And I'm laughing as I see him walking up. Because I've been around enough of these uh, these people to know, these security guards and shit to know, that they're just doing their job. You know, they don't when they ask you to leave, they don't really have nothing against you. They're just doing what the fuck they're told. So this dude walks up to me and he's like, I'm just laughing. I'm like, I know. I know. You ain't got to say nothing. Let me pay my tab. We'll get the fuck out of here. So he's laughing the whole time and we're talking shit about this guy. Like he's telling me like, dude, that guy was fucking scared. And I was like, well, you know, maybe he should have been. Maybe he shouldn't have been. Yeah, like a little bitch, you get treated like one. It was cool because they wouldn't take me down the uh, they wouldn't take me down the steps. So they took me back to like me and my friends. It took us back like this private area and uh, took us down this elevator. So we're coming out and we're talking the whole time. And I got the guy fucking laughing his ass off. And uh, we get down to the bottom and he's like, hey, you know what, man? He's like, if you promise me you won't come back up because I'm watching the door at the top, you and your friends can stay down here. And I went full dickhead again. And I was like, look, dude, I very much appreciate that. But if that guy comes down here, I hear him talking shit. I'm just going to fucking knock him out. And that's probably not good. That's probably not a good thing. But once again, you know, you got police officers in this world. You got people that, uh, that actually keep law and order. Well, I feel like there needs to be some people out there that remind people that you need fucking manners. And just because you're big on TikTok don't mean you won't end up getting your shit rocked. You know what I'm saying? So it, it kind of went like that. It kind of went like that. Um, that's That was really the end of it. That dude didn't reach out. They didn't say anything else to me. I know that they trashed the house that they were staying in because I went there afterwards. But also, too, you know, I'm going to kind of stand up for, not stand up for, for for that group of people. If you know you're inviting people to party, they're going to make a mess. Uh, I think they went above and beyond with it. Though. I don't know the whole story. I wish I knew the whole story. Somebody said that a car got stole. Or something, there's like a, fl- a uh, fake-ass police report or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a real police report. I don't know. I don't know. But this is uh, this is how stupid they were, though. They didn't realize there were fucking ring cams everywhere. Uh, So, you guys, <laughs> you might have committed a couple of felonies, you dumb fucks. <laughs> hmm. Ah, excuse me. So, good for y'all. But once again, I'm not speaking on anything I don't know the whole story about. I don't know any of that story. I know just a little bit that was dropped to me while uh, while I was sitting there. Uh, like I said, don't know it. I hope y'all don't go to jail. But if you know if you do, maybe you shouldn't commit crimes in front of cameras. Uh, I've committed a couple of crimes, got in trouble before, and I didn't have cameras and still got in trouble. Uh, but I am a dumbass. I, I am a dumbass. Well, uh, well, that was Friday night. Saturday, me and Dustin Heron uh, and uh, some smoke shows decided to go just day drink, hang out, have a fucking blast, just, you know, meet some of these people. I know I wanted to go meet Rachel. Uh, there was a couple more that I just didn't. I'm going to ask you one time if you want to meet. And I'm going to say, hey, you know, because mainly if I'm meeting you, it's one of two things. 
I either think you're extremely talented and I want to get to know you and have you on the show, um, or I think you're fucking hot as hell and I just want to look at that ass for a few minutes up close. Looking at it through TikTok ain't good enough. I'm a single guy. I, you know, I'm not going to just run into you for no fucking reason, but I'm going to ask one time, and if it don't work, guess what? I ain't asking again. Um, so when we're out, we're having fun and all this shit. We're just drinking, going around place to place. Uh, I noticed something, and so did Dustin. Dustin, who's a musician there, it was how entitled and stuck up 90% of the people were that were there. It was very fucking weird. It was where you would have people. Well, we'll take Luke Bryan's rooftop bar. We went up there for a few minutes to see Rachel and uh, conservative Anthony and, and Daphne and all them. And uh, just want to talk to them for a minute. Say, hey, because I actually had them on the show before. So I've, it's not like they're strangers to me. There were people left and right that just sat there on TikTok Live and all this other stuff. When you go places like that, why are why is your head in your phone? Your head was in your phone to get to places like that. You know, you made these connections, you made these friends. Why would you sit on live the whole time instead of just enjoying their presence and fucking partying with them or just talking to them, getting to know them in real life, not through a computer screen? That didn't make sense to me. But also, I'll tell you this, it didn't make sense. Uh, if I'm going to throw everybody under the bus and talk shit, then I'll talk shit about the people that was even at the houses that Kim were at. From the time I got there, uh, I wasn't there a lot, but when I was there, there was constantly people on live sitting in a house. When you have a whole ass city of Nashville that never sleeps damn near it out in front of you, why did you come all the way from wherever you came from just to sit there on your phone. I didn't understand that. Now, somebody said something to me the other day about, hey, they didn't really have the money to go do anything. Well, that's fine. That's understandable. But in my mind, keep your ass home. You, you don't go traveling and expect that if, if something happens and you can't pay for something, somebody else cover that shit for you. Uh, and if you don't have that mentality, don't just sit at the fucking house. That makes no sense. Stay home. Stay in your comfort zone, because this clearly wasn't it. It wasn't my comfort zone either, though. Well, for a whole different reason. But uh, while we're out that day, um, and I don't even know this guy. I don't even have a clue who this guy was, because I didn't follow him back. I wish I would have. Um, but this guy comes up. He hears me and Dustin joking with some people, and it's like, hey, man. He's like, I really want to add you. If you're uh, coming from TikTok, you've already seen where I posted story time about this yesterday. But uh, this guy comes and he's like, hey, man. He's like, you're funny as fuck. Do you got the talk? As soon as that motherfucker said, do you have the talk? He lost my respect. Right, right away. And uh, so the conversation continues for a minute. And the dude had the balls to tell me. He was like, Man, ever since I hit 50,000 followers on TikTok, I can't get peace in public anymore. Like, everybody's all the time wanting to talk to me and 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 all this kind of stuff. It's just crazy. I never saw this happening for myself. And I'm sitting there dumbfounded about what a fucking idiot this was. Uh, this was probably king asshole for the entire time that I was there. And there were a lot of assholes. 
Uh, but he acts his way towards me. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, first off, if you're getting your self-worth from an app and you determine your self-worth and your happiness by how many people follow you, you are a sad, sad person. Turn the app off. Delete it. Go out and meet new people in public. So he kind of annoyed me with that. And uh, he's like, yeah, man. He said, uh, "He said, what's your TikTok or talk, whatever the fuck he said? Uh, he's like, I'll go follow you back. Pissed off right away when he said that too. Because it's like you have the audacity to say to me that you know that I'm already following you. And in reality, I have no fucking idea who you are. My dude, I don't even know your name now. Uh, and I'm telling a story about you. I don't remember because that's how just insignificant you were to to me. And uh, so anyway, he sees my following on TikTok. It's like 230. I don't even know what the fuck it is. And he's like, holy shit, man. What do you do with that? That's crazy. I'm happy for you. And I was like, what is wrong with this guy? I was like, the only reason that I pretty much have TikTok, besides the laugh and look at ass and tits is uh it's where like with this episode i'm promoting i'm promoting my show i'm promoting my business tiktok is a great marketing tool but you got to know what it is it's a marketing tool it's a child's marketing tool at that you know adults are ones having a lot of fun on it but this is a this is a kid's game this this is this is a kid's game and anyway so i say that to him or whatever and he's just like, he kind of gets frustrated with me because this whole time he's just wanting me to, I, how do I put this? He, the entire time, was waiting for me to give him some kind of validation that he was good. He started trying to show me videos of him and explain to me why he had a following. And then it was like, man, I was banned at one point in time at like 120,000 followers. They just knew I was fixing to be the next big thing, and they didn't like the message that I was spreading. And I was like, what the fuck was the message you were spreading? It looks like you're dancing and looking like a jackass in all your videos. Uh, and he was telling me about it, and I was like, dude, if you're not smart enough to realize that this is a, a Chinese app, that there are guidelines everywhere on it that says what you can and can't do. And then you get mad because they deleted it or blocked it or whatever. You're kind of a special kind of stupid. You know, you can't win a rigged game. And that's how I felt with this guy. Like, but you couldn't explain it to him. I tried to, but he, he was uh, a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around it. Uh, and I hope that any of y'all are listening right now. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, I've earned where I'm fucking sitting at. Y'all haven't. Some of y'all haven't. I've paid my dues to where I ought to be that the bottom line of notoriety in the world. The bottom line. If the alphabet told you how famous, how much notoriety somebody should have, and the top level was the letter A, then I should, without a doubt, be Z. I should be at the very, very bottom. You guys are not on the fucking board yet. You don't realize you can't just get fucking followers and think, oh, God, everybody's going to know who I am. It's not how it is. It's not how it should be. you got people, doctors, lawyers, not really lawyers, besides, you know, that one 
fucking smoke show of one. Uh, but even Dolores, she's hopefully her and her friends coming on the show soon, and they help save people who uh, have been in prison wrongfully. That's a fucking just cause. That person should have notoriety. Uh, you've got teachers on this app that are molding the minds of our, our children. They should get notoriety. Our police officers should get notoriety. Uh, the big Texas cop that I've had on my show recently, I thank the world of that guy. I thank the world of him so much, I invited him to uh, to a writer's round and stuff with us the other day to show him the real side of Nashville that my friends have shown me. Uh, he couldn't make it, but I invited him. Uh, and we talked a couple times while I was there. It's just I wasn't coming to the places he was at, and he wasn't coming to the places I was at. Completely fine. Uh, but you guys don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. We haven't done shit to where you really do. But some people have. I'm not saying everybody on that app is shit. I'm not saying everybody else in Nashville was shit. I'm saying 90% of y'all have got your head so far up your fucking ass, you don't know what real life is anymore. You don't have fans. You don't have people that are just suckling at your tit. There's no fan club for you, my guys or girls. What you are is you are entertaining. Or you made a video once or twice that has blown you up a little bit. That doesn't mean you're entertaining. You have to be entertaining all the time. Um, we ended up on Saturday night going around some entertaining people, some people that I think can make a difference in this world while putting out content on some of these apps. Um, luckily, uh, because uh, Raising Grace Studios has done like a couple concerts with a 180 talent group, we know uh, we know Miss Daphne. Stephanie's a good person. I like the hell out of her. Uh, she had conservative Anthony, Flawless Lawless, and, and some more people there. Flawless Lawless and Anthony are genuine people. I really, really like them. They never, at the first time, seemed like they had their head up their ass. That's probably why I gravitated towards hanging out with them Saturday night instead of going to do anything else. Uh, plus, they said there was free alcohol and liquor for me if, uh, if I got on their party bus. And that kind of sold me. That kind of sold me. But what didn't sell me is even in that situation, you had people that don't realize that this is a fucking business. You can treat this like a game and fun if you want to, but it's a business. Uh, I don't know who's all putting money up for, for what they're fixing to do, but you know somebody has money involved in it. You have to act a certain way. Groping on people and falling over people and being disrespectful to other folks. There were some people that there was there with me. Not my girlfriend, not my old lady. I wasn't hitting it. Nothing like that. It was friends. But they were sitting around me because they were uncomfortable with the situation. And when you got people coming up groping on them while they're sitting next to somebody that looks like me, uh, I'm just saying it's disrespectful as fuck. And if it was not for the feelings I have towards Anthony and Daphne and Flawless, I probably would have broke somebody's fucking face the other night. I don't have no respect for that. I None at all. If you are going to represent a business when you go out, you have to be able to drink in a certain way. Do I get fucked up? Absolutely. I get shit canned. But... When I get to a certain point to where I know that I'm starting to be over the top, I go home. 
I will go back. I've told the story on this show several times about when the show went into the top 100 for the first time on Apple. I went to Nashville. I got to hang out with some awesome people because of Lee Tucker. Ashley McBride was there. I'm a huge Ashley McBride person. I got invited back to the house that she was going to to drink, hang out, and just bullshit. I talked to Ashley for about 10, 15 minutes that first time. And uh, I realized when I walked away from her, uh, I realized how drunk I was. And I knew for business reasons and for professional relationship reasons that I needed to go home. I needed to go back to Lee Tucker's apartment instead of going somewhere because the last thing I wanted to do was make a bad impression on these people. And uh, you know what? I was telling somebody last night that that messaged me about uh, some people on that bus the other night. And I told them, you have to, there's a certain things you can't do. And maybe I'm wrong about this guy. Maybe I am 110% wrong about this guy. Maybe it was just a bad night for this guy. Maybe he drank entirely too much or something hit him wrong or whatever. But if that's the him constantly, there's no way in hell I'd associate my business with him. If I get asked to have him on the show at this point now, I'm going to refuse. Uh, I would have the rest of them on the show. But there's just a certain line of whatever. And then also, this, this, was, this was fucking great to me. There was a group of women that went out with us everywhere. Uh, sometimes it was just two people. Sometimes it was like six. But we tried to take them and show them some really cool shit. And they had a lot of fun. Every time we'd go somewhere, there would be guys off of TikTok there. Whether they had a big following or little following, they would think just because women on social media like their post that women in real life like them and they are over the fucking top about it. It is weird. Guys, I'm telling you, do not treat women that way. I'm a womanizer, but I'm not an entitled womanizer. I'm single. I do what the fuck I want to. But if I'm trying to talk to you and there's obviously nothing there, I'm not going to keep pushing it. Some of you guys need to learn how to read signals and, uh, and just sometimes swallow your pride and just dip out. Just because you buy a girl a drink, buy her a shot, don't mean that you shooting your shot worked out the right way. You sure didn't. You got her fucking rejected. She just got a free drink out of it. But everywhere we went, these guys would just come up to girls and that, the first thing they'd be like, hey, uh, what's up? Go check me out on TikTok. That's how they would start a conversation. Like they wanted them to see their following and their content before they actually got to see the content of their character and meet them in person. That is the dumbest fucking thing to me. Um, oh, one thing I will say about the bus the other night before I, before I keep moving on giving the guys shit. Uh, the girl, the girl who sings, uh, she sings a strong with struggle jeans. I don't listen to country rap very much. She was on our bus the other night. And I want to apologize to her. I, it's Caitlin Curtis. I couldn't remember. Uh, Caitlin, I did not realize that was you uh, singing that song. Uh, and if I'm, I, I hope you didn't think I was rude when I said, is that you or whatever? I, did, I just didn't know who you were. I didn't know who, I've heard that song, but I didn't know it was you. Uh, 
Let's get a song. You're very talented. You have a pretty voice. Um, but even like in that situation, I, I feel bad when someone who is talented, I don't recognize them because I'm so blinded by me not wanting to recognize anybody there because they don't have talent. Um, do I think that I have talent? Um, I think that I'm good at what I do. Um, I think working in radio proved that. I think getting a job in radio proved that. I think having people and sponsors and a management company doing the show, I think that proves it. I don't think I'm the best in the world. After seeing Joe Rogan the other night and Dave Chappelle, I know that I ain't fucking close to to where I need to be. But I'm also 34, and those guys have mastered their craft, and they're both, I think Dave's 48 and Chappelle's like 56. I mean, Rogan's 56. So, you know, I got some gears to figure this out. I got, I do. Uh, but I want to strive to be the best. I don't want to strive to be the best fucking TikToker. And I feel like that's how a bunch of those people were. There's not a career in TikTok, folks. There's not. If you do have a big following, please take my advice. Mold it into something. I don't know what that something's going to be, but this app is going to run out one day. You can use it as a means to an end to get you to where you want to be. But where you're at right now, that's not a career. It's not. You have to turn it into something. I like when I see people start their own brand. And I'm not talking about this shit with your picture on it. I was guilty of that back in the Snapchat days when Bearded Bastard blew up. I had shirts and shit with my face and, and sayings and stuff on it. And it sold. It did well. But at some point in time, I realized, hey... I need to do something different here. So we turned it into Raising Grace. And uh, it became more marketable. And as soon as I became more marketable, radio reached out, clothing companies reached out. I mean, it was it, it changed stuff around for me. But if I would have stayed on the path that I was on, I wouldn't be anything. Some of you have the ability to be more. I want some of y'all to be more. I want the people that even I ran into that I did not like. Bitchosaurus Rex, uh, the one dude with the bus. Uh, I, there's a lot of people I just didn't like, but I don't have a funny story to tell y'all about them. Um, there's just some people I did not care for. Um, you better you better figure out something else. You just keep your day job. Keep your day job. As I tried to explain to some people there, I got to meet with some some companies that are interested in sponsoring this show and putting some money into this show. And I'm grateful for meeting them. And uh, they asked me a lot of questions about some other people that were there. And uh, I explained to them what I believe is marketable. You have to be able to talk about any subject. You have to be able to keep a cool head on the show. Probably need to keep it in real life too. Shout out to all my... Uh, <laughs> My attitude problems that I fucking have, because I have a lot of them. Um, but you have to be able to keep your composure when you're doing this. This is You're supposed to be professional when you do this. I don't think anybody can say, besides for when I shoved old dude and called him a bitch. I don't think anybody can say that I wasn't professional the entire time I was drunk up there. I'm pretty sure I was. Uh, I'm pretty sure I always am. That's the reason why... When I go up there, I'm in business mode the whole time. Even if I'm drinking, having fun, talking shit with people, you never know who you're going to come across. Uh, because I stayed 
and went to Dave Chappelle and uh, Rogan on uh, Sunday. I actually ended up got to bump into some really cool people that are higher up in this industry than me. And no, I did not get to meet fucking Dave Chappelle. Uh, I mean, Rogan. I wish I would have. If I'd have met Rogan, God damn, that little fella and me, we'd be best friends by now. He, me and him's the same height. I don't know why I'm calling him little fella. I think he's 5'8 and I'm 5'10. But uh, we weigh the same, except his looks way, way better. <laughs> he has a thick fucking neck, too. Um, but there's just some of y'all need to rethink your fucking mindset. Some of y'all need to realize that what you're trying to build shouldn't be a following. It should be a brand. It should be an idea. It should be a concept that is different than anything that anybody else is doing. Please realize that if your video blew up because you did a trending video, then only one person out of that whole thing is the person in a marketer's or advertising agency's uh, the real deal. The only real person out of that whole situation is the original video, is the original one. Just because you did a trend and it blew up, well, you're in the fucking algorithm. Come up with shit that's different, stuff that's authentic. You're not a celebrity. You're not fucking famous. You're not. Some of you that act that way is just a fucking joke. And I know that some of y'all are fixing to attack me. Some of y'all are going to be like, oh, this guy's a fucking... He, what, what are you guys going to call me, a hater? You're going to call me a hater? Uh, you know you know what a hater I am and how petty I am? Is if any of y'all want to actually talk to me and me tell you as someone who's in marketing how to improve your brand, I would rather have that conversation with you. Now, some of you ain't no fucking help. Some of y'all are just screwed because your mindset that you have of what you're doing right now is uh, it's probably never going to improve. You probably were always a cunt. I don't, I don't know what any other way to say that. But I'm always willing to sit there and help people and talk to people. I did it this weekend. I've done it the past couple of weeks with people calling me that have done the show and who haven't done the show asking me my opinions. When people realize that your following does not lead to, it should not lead to the respect that you get or deserve. What I mean by that is just because you got a million followers doesn't mean that you deserve all the respect in the fucking world. It doesn't. Just because you got 10 followers doesn't mean that you don't serve, you don't deserve to be respected. If y'all can't tell, my mouth is dry as fuck. And, uh, from hollering and laughing the other night at that concert, I think my voice is about to go. So if I sound bad today, I'm sorry. I just realized how fucking scruffy and stumbly I am. But everyone deserves respect. But if you don't respect yourself and you act the way that you're acting, you're not going to get it from anybody. Um, you know, that's, that's, just, that's just my two cents on it. You can take it for what it is. Take it or leave it. I really don't care at this point. I just know that I was embarrassed that every time I met somebody and they were like, what do you do? I was like, well, I'm a podcaster. I own my own studio. Fixing to start recording music for others and produce it. And they're like, oh, that's cool, man. I'm a TikToker. You're a what? A TikToker? What a fucking idiot. Please, for the love of God, 
if there's any of these mixers anymore and you go, any of you go, go and enjoy the people. Don't be worried about making content the whole time. You made a connection with these people because of the content, but that's not the actual connection. When you go around folks that you met on social media, stay off of social media. Enjoy life. Enjoy the fucking real world. That's where the real good shit happens. The only reason we stay on our phones the way that we do should be because we're bored and there's nothing else going on. If there's something else to do, do it. Go outside. And parents, if you're listening to this and you have a kid, don't matter if they're 8 or they're 18 and they're all over TikTok or whatever, they live in your house, man, tell them to get the fuck off of it. Limit them to it. They're getting the wrong idea of how you're supposed to act to get notoriety. Remember, we all, including myself, want instant gratification. And that's what social media has done. It has gave it to where I make a post, I make a video, I get likes, I get comments. I don't have to wait and earn that notoriety. I don't have to wait and earn that validation. It's going to be instant. That's not the way the real world is. That is why you have people at these events acting the way that they fucking do. Is they do not understand that concept. Ugh, that's it. That's it. If you're mad at me, Bitchosaurus Rex, I would recommend you paying those folks. Tell me you did. And I apologize to you. I'll tell you I'm sorry for my actions. And I'm sorry I put my hands on you. That was wrong. That was alcohol-based. Uh, but also, too, I didn't like the fact you'd picked on the gay guy either. I was going to tell you, I didn't like that. That, that rose me wrong. Uh, I, I don't think, I think you're acting like a fucking bully. Then I had to be a bully. You know? That's, that's what happens in those situations. I see something wrong, like most of grown men would see, and they step in, or grown women, uh, to the guy that was on the bus. You can be mad if you want to, too. But if, uh, if you're going to represent a brand, and they're going to pay for you to be places and go places, then you owe it to them to be on your best fucking behavior and not look like a jackass. The reason why I can look like a jackass sometime is because I've built my own fucking brand. I've been asked to go do shit and everything with some of these groups. And I don't want to be part of it. I don't got nothing against them. I just don't want to be part of it. Uh, I want to build my own thing. I want to produce shows. I want to live outside of social media. That's what I want to do. I want to live my fucking best life. My best life does not involve me being on my phone 24 hours a day. It used to. used to when I was bearded bastard. And I know now why. My friends used to get pissed at me all the time when I would constantly record shit for Snapchat when we went out. I would constantly be doing something. Now... It is rare. It's got to be something fucking good. Something real, real good. For me to just be like, hey guys, let's do this. I just want everybody to be happy. But I don't want people to have this sense of entitlement that they don't deserve. You went to the city, folks. You went to the city where people get their heart broke every single day. To where they have talent agents and record labels and all this stuff telling them that they ain't good enough. And they're more talent 
It's more talent in their fucking pinky than is in your whole body. And when you see them walking up and down the streets of Broadway, 6th Avenue, and, and DeMumbrian and everything, they don't act the way you do as they're going to play a, a job, play a gig, chasing their fucking dream, making 150 bucks a night playing for four hours. But you think that you have the right to act the way that you do in that city. I haven't been going to that city long. But the heart and vibe of that city didn't deserve all these entitled cunts this past weekend. And uh, that's just my two cents. I really don't know how to end this. Uh, I'm never good at doing these by myself. If I rambled on or I fucked up any of the stories, I'm sorry. Very, very sorry. Um, thank you again to everybody who uh, who chilled with us while we was there. Check out Lee Tucker, Dustin Heron. Uh, I'll be with Dustin Heron and Trey Lewis Friday night in Dothan, Alabama. They have a show. Y'all come out, have fun with us. Uh, it'll be a blast. Um, and please, 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 please. If you're just listening to this and you don't have a following, stop gassing some of these people up. Find people that have talent. Find people that are really chasing their dreams, not just making a stupid fucking video that doesn't make sense and it isn't giving back to the world. Thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. I love each and every one of y'all. I'll see you next time.